And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpostcomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there, turning myself up or talking louder. We have two options. It is a, uh, well, was a rainy Monday morning. Went to the gym. Episode, uh, what is this, 203 of the Constitutionals Podcast. Welcome back to it. Let me double check. Go to the website. That's the only way I can check. I took a week off and then took a couple more days off. Yep, episode two or three. Uh, you know what? I'm better for it. <laughs> I could not bring myself to do an episode uh, whenever I was supposed to. But now here we are. We're doing it because we have to. <laughs> a little uh, little things about me. What, what, what have I been up to? Well, I've just been applying to jobs. So far, no good. <laughs> I just made two videos. One I was asked to make, another one I did not. I was not asked to make uh, for two different uh, potential jobs, and I just I just thought, you know what, this one of these sounds really good, and I, I should just make a video for it. I might as well just show them what I can do. And so I spent uh, comfortably an hour doing it. Then I sent it out. I wrote the professional emails. And, uh, and they're on Twitter, so I contacted them via the twits professionally. Then I sent it out. I, I reviewed it and everything. I did it on Premiere and, and looked at it and reviewed it and put all this crap in it. And then about 10 minutes ago, uh, somebody responded, and I go, great. Then I, I go back to check my work again, you know, because that's what I do. I, I, I watch news time a, a trillion times before it goes out. And I notice... <laughs> In the middle of the video, two giant mistakes where I've, I'd restarted both times <laughs> and it's still sitting there. And I went, how did I not notice that the first time? <laughs> oh my gosh. Whatever. We all make mistakes. Made a lot of jokes in that video. Uh, not ill-advised jokes. Just really, really good. You know, made myself seem personable and humble. <laughs> also, I'm wearing the same shirt that I wore in both videos. <laughs> so Listen. If you are a job person looking to hire, do note I wear the same shirt all day long. On one one day, one day I'll wear a shirt all day long. The next day I'll, I'll I will I'll wear a different shirt. <laughs> so shirts work, right? Let's get to it. Let's get on right to it and let's talk about some things that happened last week. Such as Lily Singh leaving the late night game. Yes, it's only been two seasons. Not even a full year, yeah, I would say a full year uh, of her doing this, uh, taking over the Carson Daly slot. She's going to leave late night and go into uh, broadcast. Uh, excuse me, go into streaming. I was, I was thinking of what part of late night she's in. Into streaming, she's doing a comedy from Kenya Barris over there on the Netflix, which I think is a better suited for her. Now, the first season uh, of the Lily Singh show was not good. <laughs> A Little Late with Lily Singh. Great title, though. I love that title, A Little Late. That's so funny. Uh, it's so uh, cute and adorable. Not in a, not a friggin', uh, not saying that she's a woman and it has to be cute and adorable. But uh, and, and, and I, I think that was a great title. Uh, just the, the execution of season one was very bad. And then going into it, and they, try, they treat it like it was a regular uh, chat show, talk show. Uh, and then they bulk shot I would say the entire season. So they shot like 200, like 100 episodes worth of that show. 
in like a like a month or so. So uh, when every when all the late night guys, all the late night, well, mostly guys, when all the late night hosts weren't doing new shows, her show was still coming out with new episodes like five days a week, and I kept going. Are they? And they had like a, they had crowd. They had a crowd, which is which is what was intense. And I was like, oh my gosh, are they shooting stuff in the pandemic? And then uh, turn and and nobody was talking about this. And then uh, sure enough, they just bulk shot a bunch of stuff. Um, she said in an interview a long time ago. So second season comes around. Uh, I write a packet for it. Don't get chosen. And <laughs> it's very true. That's a true thing that happened. Uh, second season comes around uh, again. I write a packet for it. Don't get chosen. And they uh, NBC moves her to a house, uh, and 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 that's where they're shooting this stuff. And now it's it looks more like her YouTube. Forgive me for saying this content. Uh, and uh, and uh, you know what? Better suited. It was a much better show. And I thought it was so. Excuse me. I just hit the mic. I'm so emphatic about this. It was a much better show. And uh, she's better suited to shooting in that YouTube style. Because uh, that's where she came from, YouTube. Doing her, uh, what they call rants. Which, yes, I wrote in my packet. Which was not chosen. <laughs> uh, so, so the show's coming to an end. She was, uh, and she made this point. She said this over and over again. She said she was the only woman in late night. She's the only woman on broadcast in late night. There were in the in the in the, between her starting her show and her finishing her show, there were more women than you can count. Which is like this is good, the, a good sign. Sam B, Amber Ruffin, uh, I think when she started her show, who else was there? Anyway, Sam B, Amber Ruffin, Sarah Silverman, Michelle. Uh, oh God, what was her last name? The the one with the hair. She played um, grown up Annie on Late Night with Seth Meyers. Late Night with Seth Meyers. It's a great group of people. I love that show. So, two seasons is for broadcast talk show. That's more in line with um, cable talk show, which is, uh, you know, whatever. But good but good for her. The final episode is going to air on Thursday, June 3rd. Uh, I, th- You know, they NBC tried their hand at airing Amber Ruffin's show from, uh, from Peacock on um, Friday night's uh, in in place of uh, in place of Lily Singh's show, and I can only assume it did decently. That that time slot was never going to get. <laughs> I mean, the thing is with this with late night on broadcast, that time slot, um, th- those time slots after uh, Fallon and after uh, Colbert are just, you know, you're not going to get the biggest presence, and that's why, you know, Corden. He did the Fallon thing, but at eleven forty-five or whenever those, whenever that show comes on, twelve fifty, whenever that show comes on, and it succeeded on YouTube. It succeeded online uh, for you know for what it's worth. So for that, for this Lily Singh stuff, I don't. I mean, I did Carson Daly show. Did his rate were his ratings as uh, as good or as abysmal as uh, uh, Lily Singh's? So NBC could potentially be rethinking the slot. This is what uh, Leslie Goldberg over here at a Hollywood Reporter says. Samantha B still kicking butt. Amber Ruffin still kicking butt. So there you go. But you know what? Even if I didn't like the show, and even if I wasn't hired on it, I think the uh, I think uh, this is a this is a very good 
diversification for uh, late night. So good job, Lily Singh. Uh, I'm so I'm so, I was gonna say I'm so proud of you, but I don't know who you are. <laughs> Again, I was not hired. This next one comes from Engadget, written by I Bonifacic, F A C I C. Bonifacic, Bonifacic. Yeah, that's I like that. I like that pronouncing. Netflix explores building an online hub around its original content. Uh, there's a thing that is a in a customer survey seen by Protocol. Suggest I just applied to Protocol. I'm not joking. I applied to them last week. Interesting. <laughs> suggest the company is considering creating. You can see how uh, if I I don't read these stories ahead of time. <laughs> it's considering creating a platform called N Plus. Now these surveys, companies do surveys all the time and ask about things. Um, I th- I believe Sony. You know, Sony will do Sony and Nintendo and Microsoft will do surveys asking things like, uh, "Do you like touchscreen controllers?" or uh, "Would you like to play more Japanese RPGs?" I believe that's one was from a, a Microsoft uh, uh, Xbox survey, and and so these these surveys could either point to what the company is looking to do. Um, there's also they could Apple. You know, their patents get found in patent offices all the time you'll see like uh with their um with that wireless charger they were doing uh air charge it's called uh they they were they they went through patents already and people were expecting this thing to come out and apple had talked about it and then it just never came out because they couldn't they just couldn't find a way to do it well uh you know for all for all of uh, apple's evil tendencies um i think uh they make a lot of good stuff (laughs) i get I well hold on we'll we'll get we'll get to that in a second uh, you know just coming from the uh, the only Apple thing I own is the iPad and that's it so N plus is going to is could be this kind of hub that's going to include uh, their shows and their movies of course but then also things like uh, user generated playlists how tos and podcasts which is uh, interesting Netflix getting into the podcast game I would think that they would partner up with somebody to do that uh, but they're a full fledged media company. And you know what? On The Simpsons last night, there's a new episode of The Simpsons that came on uh, on May 9th, 2021. This is <laughs> this is the day after. Uh, and it was an episode about, it was one of those episodes where they go to the future and uh, see the future. And uh, Lisa, the, 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 the story was Lisa has, uh, is fighting with Marge about what college she's going to go to. And so it's teenage Lisa versus uh, older Marge. And, um, they, there's a joke that Lisa says uh, uh, it all became like less competitive after Netflix bought Yale and I just thought that was so funny that's such a specific joke also because there's a bunch of Harvard writers on The Simpsons but that's so very funny because Netflix you know could buy a school a mega school any losers Netflix provides the most hints on how the playlist functionality could work. The survey indicates you could put together a list of your favorite show and movie, uh, movies and share them online. The way Netflix positions the feature suggests the company could use it to bring new customers to the service. If viewers are not members, they can only see a trailer for the sh- of the show itself. The document states the playlist feature could also include support for music. You know, and it, it, I, this is this is a very uh, this is something that could be could be uh, fruitful for them, but I don't think people want another social media service. Uh, Netflix already has a huge presence on what uh, Twitter and Instagram 
and YouTube. And that's kind of, that's where people congregate to see that stuff. Because regardless of you know where they see it, they're gonna they're all gonna go, be funneled back into Netflix. But using one app for all that stuff it just gets convoluted. Uh, case in point, the Spotify app. I don't I cannot work my way around it. And even though I use YouTube Music, I still go to Spotify to to keep everything on parity uh, to save albums and stuff. And it's. I just I just don't know how to get around because now they have these podcasts all over the place. And baby, I don't use Spotify for podcasts. The only Spotify podcast I listened to was The Boss and Obama. And I only listened to like two episodes. It's just so much. It's so hard to keep up. So N plus change the name, first of all, because that is not a name I want to go to. And second, uh we've got that stuff. So usually it's the part where we take a break, but that requires so much out of me. And we're still recording on the laptop. We're recording uh, the camera on the laptop. I don't know what's going on. I got a new phone. Got a new Android phone. It's the uh, S21 Ultra, baby. The, mo- the most expensive uh, uh, Galaxy right now. I do miss the Pixel. Uh, I will tell you that there are things that I miss about the Pixel. But it is so great to have a phone that works. <laughs> and 5G is great, too. Now, uh, you'll remember a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks, maybe, yeah, a couple episodes ago, yeah, oh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, that I was uh, in the middle of, in the middle of recording a podcast, but in the middle of recording a podcast, I was trying to, trying to get an Xbox Series X, and uh, long story short, I didn't get it that day. Uh, Smash Cut 2, Thursday, Thursday, yeah, this past Thursday. I'm sitting on the computer applying the jobs. Again, I have zero money, but applying the jobs. And I hear an alert on this uh, thing I have on Chrome, this extension that tells me uh, if stuff is, uh, is in stock, like an Xbox or a PlayStation 5. And I hear the alert, and I see it's going in and out of um, stock on Walmart. But, it's, it's, but since Walmart is basically like a, a, an Amazon type thing, people are charging $900 for it. And I go, oh, I'm not paying attention to that. Then I get another alert, like a couple hours later, because it's going in and out of stock. I get, in, I get another alert a couple hours later. I check it, and it says, you know, the regular price is $500. And I go, oh, my gosh. They actually have one in. They're actually selling one. So I go. I add it to my, I add it to cart, and it works. It adds to the cart, and it, and it takes me to checkout. All right. Cool. I go, well, I guess, I guess I'll see if I, how far I can go with this. And uh, I keep going, and then I wait, like, you know, I'm, I'm contemplating. I'm like, well, should I click buy now? Should I click, you know, and all this stuff. And then uh, eventually I click buy now. After, like, maybe 20, 30 seconds, I click buy now. And uh, it's gone. Gone like that. And I go, oh, man, I didn't get it. Well, I didn't really need it anyway. And then maybe, like, 10 minutes later, I get another notification. Same thing, $500. Go to the website, go to Walmart, add it to cart, uh, do the do the uh, uh, uh the robot, I'm not a robot thing, authenticator, whatever, go through and then I click buy now and it buys and it says processing and then it goes, hey, Walmart has your order. And I went, whoa. And then all day long, I'll be going, you know what? I don't think this is real. This can't be real. Like They're not going to send me an Xbox. And then uh, and then I get an email like Friday night and, 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 and Walmart says, okay, we have your order. We'll ship it out. And then, and then yesterday I get an email that says it's shipped out. It'll be here on this date. And I went, whoa. So I have an Xbox Series X coming. And uh, what will I do with my Xbox One? Don't know. Maybe sell it <laughs> to recoup 
some of those losses. Or, yeah, some of those losses. But hey, you know what? Uh, still need a 4K TV. And that won't happen unless you hire me. Hiring people. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Good little story about my personal life. Oh, also there's Nova. She's somewhere. Yeah, she's sleeping on that chair behind me. I don't know if you can see it. If uh, the video people can see the little cat. Uh, she's somewhere. She's right there. I can see her. That's all that matters. She actually, uh, I, got, I took out the trash on a Wednesday. We can just place our trash by the doors. We have little trash people come by. I don't want to say that. That's rude. Uh, we have uh, a trash company that comes by. <laughs> they pick up the trash. Is that better? And uh, and I had to, and so they came by. I come out. I, I what I usually do: open the door, lean out enough so that I, I can just fit, and pull in a trash can. And, but I have to open the door to pull in a trash can. So I open the door. She's right there. She sprints out, and I go, Nova. And all in one swift motion, I throw the door all the way open with my left hand, and then lunge, de- throw the trash can down with my right hand lunge down and grab her with my left hand and just grip as hard as I can and she's running and her claws are skidding and her paws are skidding and she turns around and she runs back inside and I am truly shaking like I'm my fam like why did you do that Nova <laughs> as if she could understand me why did you do that how dare you run and I just I didn't talk to her for maybe like a whole day like when I gave her food, I just placed it down. Didn't even look at her when she tried to cuddle next to me. I, I didn't. She she came in that night. She came into the bedroom and tried to sleep with me, and I rolled over. I can't. I can't, Nova. I'm mad at you. See now, I I keep an eye on her every time I open the door. I'm gonna have to do that for the next fifteen years. Yeah, I'm prepared to. I'm prepared to do so. Let's move on. So these, this, next, this last section is going to be all about IMDb TV, baby. Now, IMD, IMDb TV, <laughs> Internet Movie Database, is the way. IMDb is the website where you can see uh, if what's in production, um, casts of shows, crews of shows, just in so many different, you know, things. Um, and uh, and Amazon bought it a couple of years ago. <laughs> Why am I talking about this? You ever just step outside of yourself and go, this is so stupid. <laughs> okay. So Amazon bought IMDb a couple years ago. And I be- uh, and maybe a long time ago. They bought a long time ago. But, uh, but maybe like uh, one or two years ago, they started IMDb TV, which is going to be a free, which is rather a free streaming service uh, that's tied in with their prime video. Uh, I don't understand why they don't just, you know, get rid of the IMDb TV name and then just make it Prime Video, but uh, and Prime Video free or something like that. Because I mean, but and that was before. Was that? I mean, you know, there was Tubi and Pluto and Crackle have existed for years, um, and uh, and so maybe this IMDb TV thing is just a way to differentiate too. But I don't know. I, I you know, now we have Peacock and you can. You can watch that for free or pay to uh, get, you know, get rid of the ads and also get more shows and movies. Uh, but, I mean, they should just fold IMDb TV into this. But now they have uh, new shows coming to IMDb TV. And that 
is the truth. <laughs> uh, Twitch, this comes from Deadline. Twitch, NFL, and IMDb TV push Amazon's monthly ad-supported stream to 120 million viewers from 20 million in January 2020. So there's obviously the pandemic helped bolster those numbers, but that is really, really good for such a young, fledgling, fledging service. Uh, that that I mean, Amazon said that this is from uh, written by David, excuse me, Dade Hayes over there at a deadline. He said that Amazon has also said that IMDb TV viewership has risen 138 percent year over year. Now, keep in mind that uh, the same stuff, mostly, mostly the same stuff from IMDb TV can be found on Crackle and Pluto and Tubi. It's just now the, it's just the exclusives that they have. Cause I think Pluto has uh, Becker as if anyone's looking to watch Becker. Uh, although I do like Ted Danson and uh, Crackle has um, the uh, Don Quixote movie with Adam driver made by uh, Christopher guest. I believe is that Christopher guest. I don't care to look. The company said all of its over-the-top streaming reaches, uh, yeah, over-the-top streaming reaches more than 120 monthly million monthly viewers of ad-supported OTT content, up from 20 million in 2020 of January. Amazon called out video game viewing hub Twitch, IMDb TV, and live sports like NFL, Thursday Night Football, 3P Network, and broadcaster apps, and Amazon's news app. You know, uh, I, I I do believe that Amazon set up a uh, deal with the NFL that they get Thursday night football, um, in 2023 exclusively. And then it was announced probably like a couple of days later that Amazon, uh, you know, they moved the deal from 2023 up to 2022, which is a, a, a true, a, amazing, amazing for, you know, the way these, these companies work, how, how quickly this thing happens. About 62% of the service's viewers uh, are between the ages of 18 and 49, and they spend an average of 5.5 hours per week on the service. Probably all watching Mad Men, because Mad Men's the only place you can find it now. IMDb TV will launch this summer on Android and iOS mobile devices. Now, keep in mind that you don't need the app in order to access the shows and movies you can just if you have amazon prime you can just subscribe via prime video uh so subscribe to prime video and then it's all built in there that free stuff is all built in there but again i don't know why they call it imdb tv <laughs> just go prime free video and then prime video it just doesn't make sense to me or amazon video if you want your name in there but moving on continually Continued, IMDb TV orders a Judge Judy TV show. This comes from The Wrap, written by Tim Basinger. Last year, uh, Amazon's IMDb TV was the surprise winner of Judge Judy Shineland's follow-up court TV series. There's no premiere date, but the executives are hopeful the new show will be able to premiere sometime this year. Judy, uh, Judge Judy has been on, you know, her show since 1996. She had a $47 million salary that put her in the Forbes list of highest paid act, uh, TV hosts in 2018. She led the syndication ratings for the past 11 years. 
and uh, yeah, so this is this is a great get for them. Uh, but I don't I don't know if people were, are going to uh, exactly seek that out. Now I'm not saying that there's not a not an audience for it, but I mean, come on. She left. People were sad. Well, sad. <laughs> people talked about it, and then that's it. That's all that happened. But moving on, also from the rapper by Tim Basinger to IMDb TV to adapt. Tegan and Sarah, I've said IMDb TV so many times. They're going to adapt Tegan and Sarah's high school with Clea Duvall. I love Tegan and Sarah. Great, great singers. High school is going to be co-created by the sisters, and it's described as a coming-of-age love story, as coming-of-age story of first loves and first songs. It's going to be produced by Amazon Studios and Brad Pitt's Plan B Entertainment. Oh my gosh. It's going to be about, uh, oh, it's going to be set in the 90s. Grunge and rave culture. Twin sisters growing up down the hall from one another. Ooh. They also have more shows. There are five more projects. Which, uh, two of which I only put down in the thing. They also renewed Top Class for its second season and announced that Leverage Redemption. Is that a spinoff of the show Leverage? <laughs> also, Leverage is a TV show, I think. Yeah, Leverage TV show, American drama. That aired for five seasons back in 2008. What network? Oh, TNT. Aldous Hodge was in that show. And that's the only other person that I know. Leverage Redemption. <laughs> Let's look that up. Leverage Redemption is a reimagined update of the TV series Leverage. It looks like everybody is coming back. Okay, I don't know what Leverage is about. All I know is that I see it sometimes on TNT. And uh, I never think to click on it. <laughs> so who else has a show? Mike Schur's got a show coming. Written by Leslie Goldberg over at The Hollywood Reporter. Shay Serrano, Mike Schur Comedy in the Works at IMDb TV. It's called Primo. It was developed at ABC. And that's it. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to find much. These are the shows that are in development. You're not going to find much uh, other news. Oh, and then also there's a Dick Wolf show. Yes. The man who created Law & Order SVU and Law & Order Organized Crime with that hot theme song. God, that theme song on Organized Crime makes me want to just go out and fight. That theme song... And the theme song from Titans. Ooh, baby. I'm, I'm not joking when I say both of those theme songs. Oh, man. If I could listen to those in the gym. <laughs> Ooh. I also created Chicago and a bunch of other shows. Now he's making a half-hour series called On Call. That'll follow a pair of police officers in Long Beach, California. Written by Leslie Goldberg over at The Hollywood Reporter. This is a. Uh, this came the same day, li- literally the same hours hours later. Law and Order, NBC had ordered Law and Order Hate Crime. Well, they didn't order it. They uh, they excuse me. Hate Crime has already existed. That's going to be probably on Peacock. But Law and Order it, it gets a defense attorney's spinoff, uh, and I believe that is called Law and Order uh, for the Defense. <laughs> That's fun. I love Law and Order. 
So On Call is going to follow those officers in Long Beach, California. Each episode tracks the duo as they respond to a new radio call arriving on the scene to resolve an incident. That's it. That's all we got. (laughs) IMDb TV is really stepping up its game. And of course they have a bunch of other shows, but they have really stepping up their game when it, I don't know if you guys heard that, but uh, someone just honked the mess out of their horn. Oh, there's a dog that just screamed bloody murder. Oh, that uh, Dick Wolf show is not even part of the five that they already announced. So that's like, that's a six show. That's like six, seven shows that they announced on one day. <clears throat> you know, the streaming space is already very populated and polluted. You know, going from services that are live TV services like YouTube TV, Hulu with live TV, Fubo TV, Sling, Philo. So all that stuff. And then trickle down to just regular traditional streaming, which is Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Paramount Plus, um, Disney Plus. And then you got the the cable networks turn streaming, Showtime Anytime, HBO Max, Stars, uh, AMC Premiere, uh, and then got, you know, the rest. I, I know I forgot Prime Video and all that stuff. Uh, the free stuff, Pluto, Crackle, Tubi, and now IMDb TV and Roku channels. I don't know if you can get Roku channels outside of Roku. Uh, I'm only counting things you can get on your phone, too. So these free streaming services are trying to buoy their way in to people who are tired, who have streaming fatigue, which is a, a term and phrase I hate. But streaming fatigue from, you know, having from having or wanting to or being forced in some cases because, you know, one show exists on one streaming network, but on another. So and having to pay, you know, 75 bucks per month for all these streaming. Jesus, Chad, just hit the microphone. I'm so I'm just so emphatic about streaming. But having to pay all this money for streamers, um, you know, now people are kind of missing the you know, the channel surfing aspect or the, that's why, I mean, that's why, you know, uh, Chromecast with Google TV and fire fire TV and uh, Apple TV. That's why th- I think those are so, uh, special because you can, or they're, they're really good, you know, devices to use to watch this stuff is because you're not beholden to one service. Uh, well, in the case of <laughs> fire TV, you kind of are, you kind of got to use, uh, they show you the Amazon stuff right up front, but for for Google for 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 Google's uh, Chromecast TV and, or Android TV and for uh, Apple TV, those they're they're choosing a show is weaved into the main menus and stuff. And you know you'll see a Showtime show next to an HBO Max show next to a Disney Plus show next to live TV if you have that connected. And I and I think that's a really special thing. It just it feels like traditional TV. It feels like the TV that I grew up with and you grew up with and everybody else grew up with. Um, but this, this, the free stuff especially is attractive and intriguing because it's, it's stuff you already know. It's stuff that, uh, yeah, you can get elsewhere, but if you see it right there, right in front of you on this service that is, you know, streaming 24 hour television, such as Pluto, then you're going to probably going to watch it there. Now I will say that, uh, all the free services do not have good platforms to use. Um, I've never downloaded the IMDb TV app because I only use it on Amazon. So, and Amazon's already a, a bad app to, to go through. 
I said it. Jeff Bezos. Invite me on your rocket and I'll take it back. Your spaceship. And we'll go to space together. You and me, buddy. The Tubi app, I think, is the better one. You can make a profile. You can make a watch list. It just feels like it's a rate. Like it feels like Hulu. It feels like Netflix. It feels like, you know, uh, Disney+. Plus. But then... You look at the Crackle app, and Crackle's been around the long... Like, Crackle and Hulu were two of the only ones you could watch for free years ago. Uh, Crackle's trash, and uh, you can make a watch list, but it automatically plays videos, and everything on there is just not worth watching. And then the Pluto, even though Pluto TV is probably my favorite out of all of them, it, uh, you know, you make a profile online, it doesn't translate to mobile and it doesn't translate to the xbox app it doesn't translate to the playstation app it doesn't translate to the android app it doesn't translate to the apple app none of those things talk to each other so you can't make playlists uh on-demand stuff doesn't carry over so it, was, it kind of feels like what the, what the what's the point but imdb tv can set itself apart so how they said what they do to set themselves apart is they're going to make these original this original program these original shows and they're going to say it's free these are ads please watch and then for pluto since that's a viacom cbs property they get the uh, uh the paramount plus stuff and they get amc stuff they get stuff that you that's that usually you have to pay you have to pay cable for but now i can watch ifc i can watch the walking dead I can watch all the James Bond, well, <laughs> all the pre-1990 James Bond movies. <laughs> so the first 20, uh, the first 20, probably, first 20 or 19, 19 or 20. And now Tubi's owned by Fox Broadcasting, and so they get, just like on Hulu, the next day after Fox shows. Well, hold on, hold on. Not, not The Simpsons, not Family Guy, not that stuff. But they get The mass Singer, which again would help push that to the top. Because if that person, if a person doesn't have on demand and if they don't want to pay for Hulu, then they can just go to Tubi, who, a person that enjoys The mass Singer, then they can just go to Tubi and watch that. So that's how you stand out. That's how you stand out. And then Crackle is just uh, trash. It's like Sony did well on the uh, uh, the PlayStation Four, and then they just turn all their focus to that, and then movies is, is second, and then uh, and then music, and then you know, <laughs> Crackle and all that stuff. But who cares? Okay, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's all I got for this episode of the Constitutionals Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard here, if you want to see a video. Head on over to youtube.com slash C plus comedy where you can see me try to point. You can see the sun gradually come out behind me. <laughs> Truly. It was raining and now it's not. I mean, it was raining at like, you know, 5 a.m. when I was awake and went to the gym and then it, it stopped at like nine. <laughs> youtube.com slash C plus comedy. Head to the website cpluscomedy.com where you can see me talk to famous people sometimes Twitter Instagram at cpluscomedy be on Twitter Instagram at chatblackwhite like us on Facebook rate, review, subscribe to this show wherever you get your podcasts 
Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your life.